Welcome to Unashamed Unafraid, a show unashamed about sexual addiction recovery and unafraid of coming into Christ for healing. Where we talk about real recovery stories, answer anonymous questions with experts, and share resources that actually work. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And we are Unashamed Unafraid. Okay, so this is his... Okay, so let's be in Steve Shield's life over the last three months. Um, hey, Steve, we need to record. Ah, crap, but I'm at onsite and Kayla will kill me if I'm gone another night because I've been gone a whole ton. Reschedule, reschedule, reschedule. And then be Chris during every one of these reschedules. Hey, did you know we got the Daving Dita's? We got the Daving Dita, the Daving Dita, and I can't even say it as fast as he was saying it. The Dating Divas. Um, Chris... You're like, you're our hype man. Like you were the Hulk of hope hype man. <laughs> and this is hype for you and your hype. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just, I just love it because it's when I first got introduced, no, like you love everything in the world. True. Like your heart is full of love. This is like, like psychosis or like we have gone somewhere else with the level of excitement you have. Because I know what it does for people. Dating is amazing when you're doing it for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as someone who has done it for the wrong and right reasons. Correct. Um, and so uh, we always try and have things hit home. But like this is personal for you. Absolutely. Date, the dating is what really is one of the biggest things that saved my marriage. And my mom was like, every week you need to make sure you guys go on a date. So she'd watch our kids and we'd go out on a date. And it was amazing to be able to finally start dating my wife again, just like when we were, well, we didn't even date before we got engaged. So really that was my time to start dating. <laughs> I know that's a whole nother story, but. Which we actually have recorded that you can go listen to. Yeah. Um, and I love, um, right. I mean, our whole thing is about hope, right? Like bringing hope to the world, hope that recovery is totally possible, that people can be from totally broken to totally mended, right? And that addiction, experiencing addiction, having a spouse that has addiction is not the end for you. It is not a death sentence or a life sentence. Um, And we always try and find people who have passion, not only about their story or if it's an expert we bring on or a resource like this, and um, the passion. Um, so we had Heather and Becca with us from the Dating Divas. The passion that they had for what they're doing, it like it, you it, can totally it, tell they have oozing that huge out, right? Yes. Like just um, and how it's affected their lives. Like they are a part of their work. Like like us, they are drinking their own Kool Aid. Yeah, they they use these same systems for their dates with right, their cause, spouses. Because sometimes we get contacted by people that are like, well, we have this product or this thing and we can have, we can have the marketing person, the person who we have sit the talking head in the seat to say all the things we want to say about what we do and why we're dynamic and why you should engage us and engage our content or whatever. Right. And that often gets an eye roll and not a reply from me when, right. We get that email. Um, but this is like, as much as this has hit home for you, this experience, like that was true of their experience. Mm-hmm. Like this is not just a job or a product or a thing like this is a lifestyle and a part of what healthy marriage is all about. And, um, I mean, I was just blown away. I have to be honest. Cause this is when I came into that. I'm like, yeah, I get it. This is an important thing and we should highlight that. And Chris is really excited. Um, and, and I brought it up just because I was like, there's so many of us, like I, myself included, I just didn't really know how to date my wife again. What are the things that I should do? What, how should I do it? What are the fun dates that we should do? And my mind was like totally blank. It was like high school never happened and I never, I forgot how to be romantic and how to just be there with my wife and how to create a fun date. And so I found dating DVDs and I'm like, this is freaking amazing. And sure enough, it is awesome. Well, and I, and I felt throughout our conversation with them, like just a lot of deep self-reflection to be honest of just like how meaningful this topic really is and not to toot our own horn, but we hit it hard. I mean, we talk about real things and, and, and God is in the room with us a lot and people's hearts are on the line. Um, and I was just touched by, I think how important this really is, right? Like this isn't a surface thing or a kitsch thing or, you know, 
five ways to change your life that don't actually work, but will sell. Like, I mean, this is, this is meaningful. I mean, I was, I was personally very impacted by this episode and what they brought. Absolutely. I love it. Well, you can find these guys at thedatingdivas.com. So you can, and you can go to their social media. You can follow them there. You can go to the website. They have so many printables and downloads that make it so simple for you to date your spouse and loved ones, or obviously some of the, we have a lot of single, single individuals, how to date someone that you want to go and date with. Right. And, oh, and we have free stuff. So listen to the podcast at the end that she talks about the, the free gift that she has for all of our listeners. And we'll jump into the podcast. And we're not being mean. There really is a free gift. At the end of this rainbow, there is gold. Real gold, not leprechaun gold. <laughs> and so um, if you have enjoyed listening to us, we always invite you to give us five stars on iTunes. That is how the world finds us. Um, and to help us share that message of hope, if you want to impact people at a deeper level with that hope, you are invited to donate and become an outsider. Our outsiders are bold, accepted, and unashamed. And that money goes 100% to funding scholarships for people to engage in recovery activities and do things to help them along their path. And you know where to find us, unashamedunafraid.com and at unashamedunafraid. And with all of those things, knowing that there is a gift at the end of this and throughout it, to be honest, um, we will jump in the studio with the Dating Divas. Steve, we got, we've got some amazing women in on here tonight doing a little something different than what we normally do a little different little this little that yep i feel like we need to do like radio show host for you guys like it's the dating divas 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 like this is (laughs) this feels epic to me this is pretty exciting for us we're huge fans good and and we are fans of you for you guys well, we're really, really excited to be here and share some exciting ideas. Okay, so, awesome. so let's, because um, I can see both of you, but those listening cannot, so put the voice to the name. I'm Heather, and I am the site director of The Dating Divas. I'm Becca, and I am the vice president for The Dating Divas. Awesome. So for those who have been living under a rock and don't know who you are, tell us who you are. So Dating Divas, we started out about 11 years ago. We were just a little blog spot blog, a group of friends sharing date ideas. So how it all started was that our owner and founder, Tara Carson, her and her husband, Jamie, had when they were like before they got married, you know how you go on super fun and creative and adventurous dates in college, you know, mm-hmm. like those first things that you never do before. And it's just fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, she realized like two or three years into their marriage that they were becoming pretty boring. <laughs> like It was sweats and TV, like, you know, every single night and kind of that like romance, passion, that fun part of the relationship was kind of going away. And she realized she didn't want that. And she saw marriages around her that were both ways that were, had gone stagnant and that were still good. And so she decided she wanted to make it a priority. So she kind of just messaged all her friends and said, Hey, I have an idea. What if we create a blog? We could all come up with a new date idea every Monday, take turns and one person will come up with the idea. And then the rest of us can do it that weekend and we'll take turns. And that will kind of help us to make sure that we're making our marriage priority. So that's how it started out on a blog spot. And then family and friends wanted the link and it kind of just snowballed from there and to kind of what it is now. Awesome. Sweet. So, um, so for those of us in addiction land, um, right. Who, who struggle with addiction, um, there's a, there's a big gap that happens here, I think, in the simplicity of relationship. Because for two reasons. One, we're all turned upside down on what intimacy is and isn't, right? Not just sex, emotional intimacy and, and connecting, right? Because um, when, you, when you do addiction, you numb everything out. Right. And so a lot of times as we have people come on the show and say their story, it's like, I go to my kid's baseball game. I don't feel anything. I'm at that church thing. I don't feel anything like it's a total like numbing out. So it really right pulls you out of your I life. I go on a date with my wife. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. Right. And so um, and we also know very akin 
to addiction is shame and shame is a, is the creativity killer um, and no working working recovery that embracing creativity is a way to counteract shame and to challenge shame and we tend to be some very shame-based folks right and then you have spouses who obviously come with whatever they come with in their life experience and then get the additional shame dump of a disclosure in a D-Day, right, of someone um, saying, oh, hey, by the way, all these things you thought about our life and who we are, um, let me just kind of blow that up really quick and and shift some things. And so this is going to sound juvenile, I think, to the two of you, um, but it's something one I personally really want to know what I think a lot of our listeners do. Like, why is why is dating important? Okay, do you want me to start, Becca? Or did you have something you want to say? and I'll jump in. I think that one thing that I've taken away from your guys is just listening to your episodes is talking about how you're fighting for the heart of your spouse and how you're both doing it. And I think that the key is having small things consistently. So even maybe your heart's not in it, but doing something anyway. So writing a love note or sending a text, telling someone I'm thinking of you, or buying your spouse's favorite drink just because. So I feel like those are small things that you can do that don't necessarily, you don't have to put a lot of like emotion behind it. But then as you're doing them, it's building and building and building. Right. And the so li- the little things. Yeah, it's the little things. We talk a lot about, we, we liken marriage to a fire a lot of times. So we talk about how if you want to keep that flame burning or maybe even restart the flame, if there's not much flame there, you have to blow on the flame and you have to add little twigs to the flame to just get it started. And then you have to add the logs to the flame. So we think of these little tiny things like getting your spouse, like her favorite or your wife. Should I just say wife? We say spouse a lot because we create content for husbands and wives. But if you're getting your wife like her, her favorite drink or you're texting her and just saying, I'm thinking of you or I appreciate you doing the dishes or something like that then those are small things that are adding adding the kindling to the fire. And then you can go on and like the date night is like the log. So those are the big things where the, where the flame starts really growing. And there are so many fun date nights you can do that are, I think that gets you outside of your regular movie and a date or movie and a movie. No, movie and a dinner. Movie and a dinner. <laughs> You're like, we have so movie many fun date. dates, we forgot what the bad ones were. Movie and a movie. <laughs> Just Netflix binge watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on the movie and a movie date. It's okay. No date shame here. No date shame anyone. No date shame. So there's other ways that you can do it and maybe breaking outside of that box and using something creative to maybe make a new memory will help, help I guess get you out of that mindset of maybe it's just, this is, I'm just going on a date with my wife. And now it's like, I'm maybe, well, skydiving, but maybe something simpler than skydiving, but it's like, you're taking a risk or you're doing something new. And then all that memory is attached to your sweetheart. Now you're creating adventure within your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the mundane. I'm, I'm checking off a box. Like it's date night. I have to do this. What what do you want to do tonight? Well, let's go to Walmart and go to a movie. Okay, it's funny you say that because last time my husband and I went to Walmart, it was on a date (laughs) and we decided that we could not go to Walmart on a date ever again because, you know, we like got an argument about whatever and it just like the whole date just spiraled down and we're like, that was just, Walmart cannot be date night anymore. (laughs) Like you can't go grocery shopping for date night anymore. So that's just kind of one of our rules. Now for uh, for us, when we first started in recovery and and i would everything was totally disclosed on my side and we started dating and my mom was awesome and she lived with us for like seven years before she passed and she was like you guys have to go on a date once a week and sometimes those dates were only to walmart because that's what maybe we only had like an hour or something or we just had a little bit of time and that's what we needed to do is get away and you didn't but know the dvd daving oh my we did not know dating dating divas. Divas. <laughs> and that there's a million other ideas out there but anyways yeah I? and so so sometimes in the beginning like that that was what we were doing because it was now we're actually spending time together where before we weren't even spending any time hardly at all. We'd go out every once in a great while, but it wasn't very, it wasn't every week for sure. Yeah. So maybe that was that kindling kindling for you. I can't say that word. (laughs) Right. Kindling. Yeah. Yeah. It just got it started. So maybe it wasn't like this great romantic date, but it was the idea that you're taking the time to be together. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's what I would say that your marriage is not going to be a priority unless you make it one. 
And I feel like life so easily gets filled up with all the things, you know, especially as you have kids and they get older, like you're never just going to have like these spontaneous moments of like pure romantic bliss, like they have in movies where it just happens. You know, like if you don't plan for it, if you don't put it on your schedule, make each other priority and say, you're important enough to me that this is going to happen no matter what we do. I think that's a starting point in telling your spouse that you're a priority to me. I care about you. And even though maybe things are hard right now or they're not where we want them to be, I'm showing you that I'm willing to work at this. I'm willing to make it, I'm willing to be at the top of my list and not give you, you know, whatever's left after everyone else gets the best of me, you know? Right. Cause my wife was always like, well, I'm tired of you putting me on the back burner. Yes. And because I'm not making time for her. I'm not making time for our dates. I'm not even like thinking about really like anything on the date or really putting any time to plan out the date. That's why I love dating Divas. And I'm not perfect at it yet, but I'm going to get there. Oh, that's okay. And I don't think any of us better. are. And none of <laughs> us are perfect Chris, quite we, yet. We don't arrive. Perfect's not a thing, <laughs> right? It's about being whole. But I, I appreciate, um, Becca, what you're saying and, and the analogy, right, of the kindling because... Um, I feel like uh, a frustration, um, you know, that I have felt at times, or I think people working recovery is, um, we want it to, we want the relationship back or, or to be better. Like there, there's this weight of needing to make amends, right? Like I broke this, have I fixed it yet? Right. And I feel like often that comes through right? With the big gesture things, right? And so it is like, I go from nothing to skydiving. And then when skydiving doesn't work, I'm like, F this marriage is a waste of time. Right. And so, um, you want to hear a I just enjoy what you're saying. about mm-hmm. that. I love it. Totally. Okay. So we were kind of, anyway, we're trying to figure out how to help with the, in the romance department, because we hear all the time from women, I want more romance. And we hear all the time from men, I can't read your mind. Tell me what you want. And the women are like, but that's not romantic. (laughs) So we kind of have been looking into this and we pulled our audience actually. And we asked all of our women, would you rather have a dozen roses from your husband one time? Or would you rather have a single rose 12 different times? And all of the men thought the answer would be a dozen roses. And like, I think 98% said what dozen rose 12 times, because it's not about the like, intensity of it or the grand gestureness of it it's about the frequency like i know i'm on his mind i know he's thinking of me and it's not this one like this is efficient here's some love that should hold you over for a month <laughs> you know it's yeah. it's very like thoughtful and i don't know for women it is all about the thought and it is all the little things no that totally makes sense to me and and not to be overly clinical about it but when you talk about um carpens work like with the drama triangle and when i'm in drama right which isn't real connection um that that's very intense and when you think about compulsive sexual behavior it's about finding intensity not intimacy right and so it's about uh, an intense moment as opposed to building that that kindling right because when we're you know, in boundary and, and self-aware in that, that that's a sustainable fire, right? Where I think, because, you know, the, the way you do life is the way you do life. And so I think for a lot of us, you know, working our way through addiction is we, we try and, you know, do a firework show every so often. And then we wonder why we're never warm right to use the the fire analogy where it's like if you if you're maintaining that fire right then it's like you're always there and maybe there are some ebb and flows and you know whether you're at a full bonfire but you know building something where i think often it's the firework effect um you know i don't know chris if you've ever felt that way but i've i've felt that way that it's like oh we're gonna do this three-day trip and it will be awesome and that'll be the thing right but then the single rose moments um to use what you said are just totally absent we've actually talked a lot about that because we when we pull our audience and we try and find exactly what they're looking for so we can provide what they're looking for um it's actually becca who came up with this idea but we have something called the 10 minute marriage challenge and couples will sign up together and they get like the husbands two days a week will get a small challenge to do for their wife and the wife will get a challenge to do is that is it two days a week becca or is it one And then the wife will get one the other two days. And then on Friday, we'll send them a date night. We've had so many husbands email us and tell us that this has been life changing for them just to realize that it's just as these small things that their wives have been looking for. And so it, I guess it's reassurance to us that I guess men and women, we might think differently 
like where the men are thinking, I need to like go on this three day trip. And us women are just like, I just want some consistent appreciation and love and maybe to be like swept off my feet a little bit. Right. So I think that was really a good point that you made. And we've seen that in all of in the programs that we've created too. So there's definitely evidence of that. And men think differently too, especially coming from the, the addict side. Why am I going to date my wife? Well, as an addict before, I would be like, well, I want to be able to have sex. So that would be the reason why I'm going to do this date. And I'm going to make this big and elaborate date or something like that. So that'll, that'll be the perfect thing to be able to end in sex where that's not why we need to date. We need to date for connection and love and passion and just the, the overall connection and, and intimacy. And I'm not talking sexual intimacy. I'm talking about the closeness that you feel and that I like that I'm able to feel now with my wife. Yes, that reminds me of oh Becca. Sorry, I'll I'll say this really quick. Then you can, then you can share. Um, when Tara started this site, she kept she and she tells us as a company all the time. She just really the idea in her mind is she wants to be that little old lady and little old man walking down the street holding hands, just still in love. And so I think that is the notebook. <laughs> well, the notebook. <laughs> yeah, she she really wants that. We should have taken a bet on when the notebook would have. How many minutes had to go by in this episode till the notebook got referenced? We should have had a pool on that. Does the this. notebook come up a lot? No, it's I just, just figured it wouldn't this episode, but because that's guys, right? Whenever it's like romantic, we're like, "There's that movie, The Notebook," right? Yeah. Isn't well, that- anything Nicholas Sparks is really okay. Yes. But yeah, so I think it's that idea of being so connected that you're with your best friend. So at, in the long term, there you are at the end, still holding hands and you still have that that same friendship and the connection that you have. And maybe like at 90 years old, they're not being intimate sexually, but they have the intimacy still. And that's and that's what is making them be in love still. Okay, totally, totally. Yeah, I because and and actually one of the James is actually one of the best he's sitting here with us behind the mics right now he is one of the best of talking about um in his story just the shift of when it wasn't all about sex i just love how he's talked about that but one thing i want to hit on here um and cuz i i've no doubt that how you guys see it but for my listeners who might be like uh is that um right there's there's often like in Eastern culture, they would label it right. Like feminine or masculine energy. And that's tough because it's actually not associated with gender. Right. So you can get a heterosexual female who has a lot of masculine energy, ability to be present, be still, be aware, protect her guardian. Right. And then you can also have a man who has a lot of feminine energy. So the creativity, right. The, the growing, the building, like all of that. Right. So the contractor, the architect who's designing these really cool things or whatever. And he's like out there in his wood shop and it's like out of, you know, some like shields commercial. I'm like, that's actually a bunch of feminine energy that that dude has. And so, um, do you see, do you see, I mean, obviously there's themes and we are culturally taught what our gender should do and should mean and should be. Um, but throwing kind of a counterculture question, um, cause I, I've seen this, um, come up with men that they're not sure how to show up or where to show up one um, because they're the one holding that creative energy or the romance and the, and the wife is more, Hey, you know, I'm more black and white and also the, just the damage from addiction. Right. Um, because one thing that, so I think I'm a good example of this addict. Steve is the best gift giver. And is so good at bringing the flowers home. And that was part of the posing in the facade was kind of doing those things. And so I think I'm not unique in that um, with people who have addiction of kind of struggling with that side and not sure how to harness that feminine energy side and bring that into a relationship that has so much damage. And so for someone who isn't sure, you know, you talked to Heather about, um, you know, I can't read her mind or Becky said, right. Can't read her mind. So someone who's like, I don't even know where to start. Like, how do you start? I would say this is from my perspective, maybe they'll have a different one, but I think things like gifts are easy to fake, right? Anyone can buy flowers. Mm -hmm. Anyone could like give you some grand gesture. That's not proof of love. I think like start with like things that are real connection. Like 
for me, some of our best dates are when we're like laughing or talking a lot because you don't, you can't fake that. You know what I mean? Like you need, you need real connection to, to have like a real, I don't know, emotional safety, emotional intimacy, all of those things that you need before you can add on, you know, the other stuff. I just think like for when I think about marriage, it's kind of like marriage is kind of like a cake and like who wants to eat cake without frosting. Right. So like, that's the fun part. So I feel like people who like, you don't have that romance, you don't have that connection. You're kind of missing out on like the best part of marriage. You're doing all the hard stuff, like the co-parenting and the finances and the communication, but you're missing like the really fun part of marriage. And so make it fun, which I know it depends on where you're at in your marriage, where that is, but find out how it can be enjoyable for both of you and so that it's fun to do. Well, I just think if, so if you have no idea how to make frosting, where do you start? Like if you're like, oh, I'm a frosting zero. <laughs> so how do I start? Well, I, I remember very much feeling that way. And I, to be honest, I, I don't think I'm unique in that. Um, Cause you just get so jaded. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was just at, at one point in time, I was way checked out and numbed out. And I, again, sadly, I don't think I'm unique in that sentiment. So if I'm like, I hear you say the word connection and all that, and I literally don't, I'm not even sure I know what frosting is, let alone how to make it. Where would you start? Well, of course, I'm going to suggest going to our website because that's where I started in my own marriage. And so we actually, I feel like this, your whole question, we've encompassed in what we call the romance planner. So it's basically where a husband and wife sit down and they take inventory of what are things that we're both interested in, like mm. what matters to us and what doesn't. And we have like lists. So if who likes hiking, do you like hiking? Check. Well, we can do that. Where it just kind of gives you a bunch of ideas. Like Chris likes Chris hiking. Chris is all happy. He's like, woo, they yeah. my thing. She mentioned hiking. I love it. I'm sorry. That's probably because I just listened to so an episode happy. of you talking about hiking. Okay. Who likes bowling? Who likes whatever? So are we going to paint? Like there's all these ideas on there. So maybe whether you use the romance planner from our site or you just come up with a list or you look up a bunch of different date activities, which I just always think our site is the place to look. But generate new ideas and then see where the interest lies with both of you. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I would Mm -hmm. say when you're talking about this is both of you remember that you're fighting for each other's heart, like you guys are saying, and be willing to do something that might seem cheesy or out of your comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that we get a lot of questions about. Like, I want to do this date, but my husband thinks this is cheesy because we have, you know, (laughs) we're the dang divas. We have principles. (laughs) So... If you if you're willing to like go outside of your comfort zone and try something that maybe maybe you think is going to be cheesy and then you end up having fun, I feel like being open to those new experiences will kind of change the game and maybe maybe you are a little bit cheesy mm-hmm. and you discover it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe your wife is able to open up to you when you're being silly like that. So I think it really starts from I guess another idea with a checklist is doing a bucket list. So where are some, what are some things that you really have wanted to do or go back to like, what did you do in high school? What did you guys do when you were dating? What are the mm-hmm. things that you originally connected over? And then maybe try, try starting in, in that neutral zone of, mm-hmm. well, we know we have this in common. So let's just start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did so, you do her when you were first dating? What made her fall in love with you in the first place? What kinds of things were you doing or saying? And kind of what Heather was saying, too, about um, not knowing where to start, it kind of brings me back to the 10-Minute Marriage Challenge. And you totally don't have to even buy the 10-Minute Marriage Challenge to do this. But I think a lot of couples who start that, their wife is like, we need more romance. And he signs the husband up, and he's like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. (laughs) And every Mm -hmm. day, like for two days a week, he gets a little thing that just says one thing to do, like, put a note on the bathroom mirror for your wife or something little like that. And sometimes they think it's dumb and sometimes it's just the emotions and they're doing it because their wife said to do it. And then at the end of it, they're talking to us and they're like, I had no idea that that would mean so much to my wife. Like really 10, 10 minutes is all it took. Like I feel like a lot of people are learning how their spouse prefers to be loved by just kind of starting somewhere and then watching their reaction. Like, okay, that meant a lot to them. They didn't appreciate that as much. I don't know. Just, I would make it a science experiment, like put on your calendar, like 10 minutes, I'm going to do something for my wife and then kind of gauge and see like what, what gets the best reaction, you know, what makes her feel the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what would be the best thing to start dating again? Cause there's so many listeners right now that are just like, I don't even know how to start. And Steve brought it up a little bit, how to start, but like what, 
what should they do? Should they just jump on your website, sign up for everything, and yes, yes. they're spending all this money, which is... <laughs> all the things, all the things at once. <laughs> I think the most important thing is to take out your calendar or your schedule or whatever and assign the time. So we really encourage people, couples, to date every single week, and we try to live what we preach. So for, for me, Friday night is date night, and we rotate between the two. So my husband and I have decided, like, he'll plan one, I'll plan one. And whether it's something at home or whatever, I think that once you assign the time to it, then all of a sudden it becomes, I feel like you hear this all the time, right? You make an appointment. I don't think this is new news, but if you're not doing it, that's the key to start. But then the next step, like find a date, right? Right. So I think, I think at that point you, well, really, if you are just lost and you really want a fun date, you can email us (laughs) and we will send you specific things to do. But it can be as simple as, so my husband, he was in charge of date night. So I'll share his. His is not from our website. So this last week, um, he likes to do sporty stuff. So he just like, we just went to the church and we shot hoops and then we made a challenge. So we made it a little bit different. And if you win, then if you are the winner of the, what is it called? Horse? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I did horse and he did pig because he's way better than me. So whoever wins gets to tell the other person to do something across the gym floor. So he had me like army crawling and I had him doing high skips. Just find Mm -hmm. something that you're interested in Mm -hmm. and then make it something different. You can weigh in. You can weigh in Becca if you want. Yeah. Going back to what Heather was saying about like pulling out your calendar and started. I think it's good to just have a conversation about like, what does date night mean for you? For some, like we recommend once a week, some people do once a month for us starting out, like there was no way we could go out every single week. We had three little kids and we were broke, (laughs) but we had date night at home once a week. And that did not mean like it was free every time. It didn't mean spending money. You don't have to always go out of the house and spend money and (laughs) for, for a date. I was going to say most people, I think come to our site for our free dates. They're looking for a way to not spend a bunch of money. And I feel like that's kind of all of us, right? Yeah. So like when we were starting out, we were broke, you know, college students. We had three little kids. We didn't have money for babysitter. We didn't have money for date night. We couldn't do any of those like typical things. So I think just having a conversation about how many dates are we going to do? How's this going to work logistically? Like, are we trading babysitting with our neighbors or do we, could we afford to hire somebody? Do we have grandparents who are going to watch once a week and the rest of the time we're going to do like logistically, how are we going to make this work? Like we did it after bedtime when our kids were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think maybe set some date night rules. Like that's just us, what I was going to say. Yeah. Like for us, we don't, we have it like no hard topics. If we're going to talk about a hard topic, we can make a time to do that and see when you talk about this or you can talk about finances or parenting or whatever it is. But date night, we don't do that. Like date night's supposed to be fun. No phones, unless it's like a phone date that we have, (laughs) you know, those types of things and kind of decide together what your expectations are and what your commitment is to each other. You know, what can we feasibly Mm -hmm. make happen with the budget? What can we feasibly make happen with the schedule? What are our expectations? Like kind of just start there. I love that. Just being able to just start talking about dating. Hey, what does this mean for you? What, what are some good ideas that we can put together that would be fun for each other and, mm-hmm. and who's planning it? Cause I don't want to be the one that plans it all the time. And I know my wife doesn't want to be the one that plans it all the time. To- no, totally. And I love, um, Heather, I love what you said about, um, just the example of, you know, playing basketball on the gym floor, because to me, a big piece that's missing from intimacy is just play. And like, I, I go into the clinical mindset of, right? Like what play means. And I like how Brene Brown um, talked about it in the power of vulnerability that it's about like competition, not contest or contest, not competition. I have that backwards. Right. So if you think about like how we do sporting in this country, it's like there are 30 teams, one wins and, and there are 29 losers where she uses the analogy of a pack of wolves that when they're wrestling with each other and playing, when one pins one down, it then gets off and rolls over. Like now you pin me, like we do this, right. That there's this back and forth into that. Or I feel like so many of the things we do in general as a society are like, there's a winner and a loser. Right. And so I, as a competitive basketball player background, I'm like, well, someone wins horse and someone loses. Right. But I think that just the turn of that into some more play, I think that could just open so many avenues. I completely agree. 
So going off of that, one date that I planned that was from our site was an arcade date. And so we were on a team kind of against each other, but really ultimately together. So I had my own tickets that were printed out. And when we, we would play a game and we'd each, you know, take turns, whatever, ski ball or whatever. And so whoever won that specific thing would get some of the tickets. Oh, me and Kayla hit Nickelcade. <laughs> we know we're, we're, we ball hard. Yeah. We went to round one. So, I mean... <laughs> Oh, it's got to be a one-up or is this, it's the, the dating divas. Just They're just, just they, bring it, they do it hard. This isn't a competition. It's, a, a it's, it's just contest, right? It's just contest and stretching and growing. Yeah, Sorry. but ultimately we were we were both trying. We were both encouraging each other to get tickets, and then those tickets then translated to something fun to do that night. So then we could like turn them into each other for different things. And it was really fun to cheer each other on Mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. And I don't know, we played, I am not a video game person at all. Like I really am not. Get off our show. I know. I'm really sorry guys. (laughs) I I don't mind people playing video games, but I just, I've never loved it, but we got into me either. Really? Oh yeah. Not a gamer. See, we're together on that. Jason, would you like to co-host now? We can, (laughs) So Ask the Chris point that. is, you're going to like me in a second. The point is, I sat down <laughs> I <heard> you like. <laughs> to we do Halo or something. Is that uh-huh. the name of it? Halo's I don't know. A game. Uh-huh. You like sure. shoot goblins or aliens or something mm-hmm. together. Yeah one, yeah, one of those shoot games. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We played like two rounds of that and he was so great and I was fine. But <laughs> I loved it. And I appreciated how good he was and it was really fun to watch him, watch him do that. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, I feel like that experience was very eye-opening for me because it was doing something that I, like, I am just not really an arcade type of gal, but doing those games and cheering him on and then having him cheer me on, it was just, it was really fun and it's not something we normally do. And now it's one of my most favorite dates just because it was out of the box and we worked together. And in the end, like, we loved it. And now we have this brand new memory. So, and it was, and that was like a $20 date. We just put $20 on the round one card and, so that was one where you actually go and spend money. But we've done like this horse one that didn't cost anything. Right. And it was still just as fun. And now he has videos of me army crawling across the, the church floor, which I can't actually do. I didn't know that that wasn't a quite like that's a skill you have to learn. I thought it would oh, come no. natural, but yeah, it doesn't. No, no, no judgment. Can no you guys judgment, army crawl? But yeah, oh yeah, we all, yeah. all of us, all of us could go. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. We've never posed or lied about anything in our <laughs> lives. So we'll, uh, I don't know what we're, we're trying to break that habit, but, um, yeah. And I also liked how you shared there. I think, um, it's not always about alignment. Um, cause like, you're like, I'm not a gamer, but seeing my spouse do their thing has, has brought life to me. Cause I know I feel that often with Kayla. I'm like, I don't even have to like this. But like seeing you in your elements, in your joy, in your passion, just seeing you in your passion, even if it's not my passion, mm-hmm. can be like a very connective experience. And it gives you a, like for me, it gave me appreciation for him. Like, not that I'm like really inspired by him shooting his aliens, but the fact that it was just fun and he was good at it. And it just made me like, oh, I'm his wife. Like I'm here with him and we're having fun and he's pretty good. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. I love that. Becca, do you have anything to add on? I was just going to say like the way you were talking it, it just kind of, it's date night is like an attitude. It's not going to a restaurant, going to movies. So like if you're like in date night mode, you know what I mean? You're like having fun together. You're acting different, you know, like some of our dates so simple we have we do a fire pit on the back porch the kids go to bed like sometimes can't leave or get a babysitter he would just put some wood like light it on fire he'd get some drinks and sit on the back porch and talk like it takes no it doesn't take a ton of money or time but just knowing that he started that fire and was like hey let's go you know you watch the stars while you're over the fire it's so simple but it's just that attitude of like hey it's us time you know, I'm not going to scroll on my phone. I'm not just going to scroll channels, spend an hour trying to find something on Netflix. Like, let's just go be us no matter what it is. Even if you're just sitting there, it's making sure the other person knows that they're a priority and that you're going to try. Can I share one more? I know you want to jump in here. Can I share one more idea? To yeah, maybe that, that was actually my next question is like, is like, what are some of the fun, some fun date ideas? Okay, well, <laughs> we will tell you. You just cut us off when you're ready to be done. <laughs> the one I was going to say, Becca's talking about how simple it can be, and she gave one that you can do at home. 
One that is unique that maybe someone hasn't thought about is we call it the penny date. And all you need is a penny. So you're just going to flip the penny like you get in the car and then you flip the penny and it determines like right. You go heads, you go right tails, you go left. And then it just takes you and you can talk as you go. As you a can, Southpaw, I'm a little offended by that, but you know. Okay. <laughs> well, then do, do it however you need to do it. Thank you. <laughs> but ultimately, you're just going on your own. You're, you're getting out of the house, which is always great. Just if you have a, a wife that's a stay at home wife, a hint is maybe take her out like once a month. Just get her out of the house. It doesn't even matter where she's going. So put her in the car and like flip the penny and then you take the turn, whichever way you want to turn. And then you follow that through and then maybe have some conversation starters. We have, we're actually. Now, the conversation starters that I would suggest not doing is talking about the addiction because you're on a date and you want to be able to just connect with each other and not because that's going to cause a lot of anger it could cause cause a lot of different issues and, and feelings that are come up and so i would definitely recommend not doing that on the date that's for other times right having yeah. some boundaries around like becca said right about not talking about serious conversations or yeah that's a good one yeah or and we have a ton I, of conversation ideas that along with too. that is with the the dollar a month deal is the the car date yeah so it's on the app like i've got it right now and it's driving around you're choosing the music you're karaoke and you could add that to the penny date. That's 100% right. Becca, do you want to, I feel like I've been talking so much. Do you want to talk about the dollar dates? Yeah, sure. So this is what we were talking about. We always kind of come up with our products or ideas after we hear from our readers what they want. And what we're hearing over and over again is I know date night is supposed to happen. Like we know it's important, but it's so hard to make it happen. <laughs> you know, like the money, the babysitter, the time, and nobody wants to plan it too. Like she doesn't want to plan it all the time. He doesn't want to plan it all the time. And so we came up with um, dollar dates and it's basically like an app, a date app on your phone and you get a different app every month. So literally neither of you have to plan the date. You can just take your phone and do whatever it says to do on the app. And there's all sorts of, we have a, a taste test date on there. My husband and I actually just did it and not just, we did it last month. We did like a for Friday, we did a fry taste test. We went to Chick-fil-A, we got a kind of fries. And then we went to Arby's and got their curly fries. I went to In-N-Out and got their light well fries. Curly fries. Yeah. (laughs) And we just had like a whole taste test of the fries. And it literally like- Disrespect the waffle fry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the sauce kind of takes it over, the Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh And And, and we will will actually link the dollar dates um, on the blog because- it is awesome. And it's, it's literally, it's a dollar a month. Yeah. What I love most about this is like Becca was talking about people who are always planning the date night, get tired of doing that. And sometimes they just want something easy and it's something you get every month. And so you can kind of almost have it in your back pocket. So if maybe you have some creative dates, then you do them and then you're like, Hey, Oh, we forgot to plan something or we just have this extra time. You can pull it out and then it doesn't take all the prep work that another date would take. And what I love is sometimes the dollar dates have so many activities, you can split them up and then use them as two different dates. Mm. So Mm -hmm. we, um, Tyler and I, the last dollar date we did was called the scavenger hunt date. And there's, I think four different scavenger hunts you can go on. So there's one in the store, there's one around the house, there's one outside and there's an intimate one, but it, there's so many different parts of the date that you could do all those scavenger hunts different so you could do one scavenger hunt and then like maybe go for ice cream and then you have a whole other scavenger hunt to do and another thing when we were thinking about creating these because the idea was really we i guess the inspiration behind the dollar dates really was i think covid <laughs> honestly <laughs> people needed something to do and they yeah. were so tired of the same the same old same old and right you know a lot of people got hit hard financially with with businesses closing and things like that so we really wanted to bring dates in an affordable way to couples and make it really, really accessible. So it was basically a no brainer. So date night can happen. We have it planned. You do it. Here it is. You know, we're, yeah. we'll email it to you and it's that simple. And then when we, were, we started thinking about this, we're like, oh, it'd kind of be fun to have more than one of these. And that's when we actually, I don't know if I've told you guys about this, but we actually had it on holidays. So you actually could get two dates a month and one is holiday themed. So with Valentine's coming up, like there's a whole Valentine's day planned out for you and emailed to you and we have really fun ones too like an unbirthday i don't know if i'm giving away too much information becca but we have really fun fun ones no and that's (laughs) that's what i really like about dating divas is because 
I'm not a super creative guy. My wife is amazingly creative, but I'm totally not. And so getting the signing up for some of the dating divas, I'm like, you guys already have everything laid out. All I have to do is print it. Like even the invitations to the date, the content that we need to have for the date or like on the scavenger hunts. I love scavenger hunts, but I'm like, I don't even know how I would put together the words to go to different places. And if you have the dating TV stuff, you just put it all together you print it out and you have everything all ready to go. That is such a good point. I love that you just brought up invitations. That is one thing that I feel like the dating divas are really unique with is, I mean, when's the last time you like gave your wife an invitation to date night? Have you guys ever done that? Like gave her a note, like sent her a text, like with an image or, or like, wrote her a card or something that invited her to a date night. Look, I've done a lot of crappy things in my marriage to my wife, but I do do invitations because <gasps> I do design stuff. So I, that's been a thing. Yeah. I love that. And Kayla is one in the back. One for one, baby. Yeah. Kayla's in the back, nodding her head. Yes. That's real. That's so a thing. That's a really, that's a really I've done a lot of thing. things that you don't want to do in your marriage, but that is one. I've done some invitations to some dates. That's huge kudos to you. And it kind of reminds me of your question of the different like gender roles that we kind of assign to people like within masculine and feminine. I feel like this is one of those things that really builds anticipation for date night. So like if you're going to go like bowling or something, instead of just being like, hey, we're just going to go bowling. If you have an invitation to like officially invite your wife <laughs> to go I'm, bowling. I'm inviting my wife on a date right now as we speak. <laughs> oh, I love that. Bu- <laughs> what does it say? Buckle up. It's date. Buckle up. It's date night. <laughs> the car date. Yeah. So I think that's really unique about the Ding Divas is we, we have a lot of digital invitations. So you can just take a screenshot and you can text it to her. And a lot of the products that we've, a lot of the feedback we've been getting is people want more digital things. Because maybe they don't have printers. I mean, I have a printer, but not everyone does. And so we're trying to make it a whole lot more, we call it husband friendly. <laughs> because I just feel like wives are more, and this is probably my bad for that uh, gender. Yeah, like so you are promoting the gender <laughs> stereotypes that are, no, no, I'm not, but I get it because you're meeting, right, meeting the real need there. But so th- like, this has been amazing um, there is so much like this is one of those episodes that uh, you like have to replay a couple times I think to get it all at least I will um, but um, a lot of times and we could go for hours uh, for hours right totally and so a lot of times when I um, I mean like I'll say it all the time clinically like it's about a two degree shift not 180 right because I'll get someone day one in therapy and they're like all the things have to change I'm ready like right now how do we do this so fast and it's like well like it like a two degree shift over several years right so like you're not going to change the dating landscape and the romance and connection in your marriage overnight right going back to our fire versus you know building the fire as opposed to the intensity of just a firework show um and so if, if I'm someone sitting back right now who's like whoa, this is a ton of amazing information. And I have to be honest, potentially feeling some shame of like, oh, that's how you're supposed to be doing it? Because I don't do any of those things. Um, What would be the one thing you would say to start with for our audience? I'll let Becca take it. I've been talking a lot and she is, she's got an answer for this. (laughs) I would say just one thing. I would go to my spouse, whichever one, you know, if you're a man or if you're a woman, Go to your spouse and say like, hey, I want to spend some time with you. When's good for you? That's it. And then whatever that, like whatever you can schedule, it literally doesn't matter what you do. You could go for a walk. You could go for a drive, but just maybe just put out there. I want to spend time with you. Like just start small. Yeah, I know. I love that. And if they want to start a little bit bigger and put an invitation with that and do the things and start enrolling, right, in many of the different things that you were doing, tell us where they find you. Okay. They can find us at thedatingdivas.com. And one thing I would suggest, like the one thing I would share is when you sign up for our newsletter, we send everyone a seven days of love program. And it has this cool twist and I'll kind of just tell you what the twist is now. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> so it's, it, it's kind of goes all along the idea of like the love languages and learning how your spouse loves to be loved. This is a great starting point because as you, as you explore each of the different avenues of, of loving your spouse, you know, with words, with words, with service, with those kinds of things, then you can kind of take note in your mind or 
literally, if you want to, of what made the biggest impact. And then you're learning how they love to be loved. And it kind of gives you a clue into, you know, what you could do in the future. And then after doing that for seven days, then we key in the other spouse. So we'll automatically like start, you can like enroll your spouse to do it for you. And then you, it's like you switch roles and then they learn all about you. And at the end of that, we're going to send you everything. Like you can, I think you can even use the QR codes. You can just scan it. If you find out that your just spouse like service is what they need, then you, we're going to send you like 25 ideas to do within that specific range of how they feel love. So I would say start there. So go to thedatingdivas.com, get signed up for the newsletter and get enrolled in that seven days of love program. And it's really going to kick you off, like kick it off really, I guess, easily. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yeah, yeah that's going to start. Awesome. Well, you guys are amazing. Thank you for coming on and spending some time with us here and letting us know of the many things we can do to kind of get outside the box, starting with little things to build the fire. So thank you so much, Heather and Becca, for coming on and being with us. Thank you guys so much. You are welcome. Oh, and the last thing, we have a gift for your listeners. Sweet. Did we mention that? No, but we love it. Is now the time I can say? (laughs) Yes. You may say. Okay, we have created a PDF for your listeners and it includes like they can scan the QR code, they can enroll right away to that seven days of love that I was talking about. But also we're giving everyone a $5 gift card to our store. So if you go on... Oh, that's awesome. You guys, we have a lot of our stuff is under $5. So you I was really going to say, your like, guys' stuff is very, very cheap for, for the amount of content that you guys put out and provide and everything that I was talking about earlier with all the printables and everything... I can't believe it's as cheap as it, as it is. It's super easy and very inexpensive. Yeah, so go on a shopping spree on on us because we really want to. We really are invested in helping as many marriages as we can, and that's that is our true mission. That's amazing, the and end. thank you, <laughs> and thank so you much for having us. It's been so fun. Yeah, so if you haven't enjoyed this, thedatingdivas.com, right, to find them, and you know where to find us, at Unashamed Unafraid. Um, If you would like to donate to help scholarship for those um, who are seeking treatment and help and healing for betrayal, trauma, and addiction, unashamedunafraid.com slash donate. You can also subscribe there and become an outsider, get the bonus content, and all the different things that you get there. And if you enjoyed this, please go to iTunes and give us five stars, because that's how the world finds us, and more people will find us and hear the messages of hope and until we see you next time be unashamed